The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Steal my notes again. Timer for You found financial food for thought. My name is Mark Donnelly. We've got Carrie Waddell with us. And let's see, how are we all doing? Is this week five, week six of the shutdown? Well, let's get started this morning with um let's get started with Nancy Pelosi. Or better yet, President Trump's ad. workers get through the shutdown. It will be up to Congress to restock it. With Democrats blocking that move this morning. They asked for a quarter of a trillion dollars in 48 hours. I said, well, I don't think so. They objected, and I congratulate the Senate Democrats. Speaker Pelosi, what are you going to share with us from your home? Chocolate candy. Thousands have been forced to wait for hours at food banks all across the country. This is... Oh, my. Chocolate, and then we have some other chocolate here. We just got to restock the ice cream. You don't want to eat up everything all at one time. I can't do it much longer. I'm trying so hard. So we say enjoying. I have to admit that, yeah, we're starving, and... I like it better than anything else. Taping this segment, there are 22 million people out. This specific program is about stopping job losses today. This is hurting people bad. Other people in our family other flavors, but right now it's survival. You don't know where that next something else will come from. I don't know what I would have done if ice cream were not invented. I just wonder. <laughs> wow, I mean, you know, ice cream, you scream, we all scream for Nancy, put down the ice cream and, and get back to work. Uh, let's get, you know, let's get voting. Let's get, you know, uh, out there. Um, now, hopefully, by the time you're hearing this program, it's being, you know, that we do have, you know, the, the next leg of the PPP passed. Um, but, this, you know, we've got issues right now. The jobless claims, you know, again, 4.4 weekly million. We're at 26 million over five weeks. That's, we're we're going to be looking at a 16 to 70 percent unemployment rate. That's, a, that's the highest since the Great Depression, right? Um, you know, Ohio. Uh, weekly claims, 109,000. Um, that's about 964, just shy of a million over five weeks. Um, you know, Ohio's unemployment is going to be at that same 15 to 16, 70 percent here. Um, you know, the state has already paid more than 926 million in, in unemployment benefits since the COVID-19 started. You know, but only, you know, 926 million, but only 376,000 Buckeyes had received a payment as of April 18th. Okay. And you know, we can look at the uh, we can look at the headlines. All right, we've got, you know, earnings are set for their biggest you no know, dive since 2009. Um, you know, weekly mortgage demand stalls even with the interest rates at record lows. Okay? Um, you know, Amtrak, you know, we've heard a lot about the airlines. You know, how about Amtrak? You know, Amtrak sees ballooning uh, losses as virus slashes, you know, ridership by 95%. Okay, um, coronavirus pandemic hits Florida farmers hard, as many on verge of total loss in early growing season. Pork farmers, you know, panic as virus ruins hope for a great year. 
Okay, um, you know, uh, Social Security and Medicare funds. You know, we had problems before the, uh, you know, a, a, a 15, 20% unemployment rate, um, you know, and, and all the stimulus package and, and the printing of money. So, you know, how is that going to go? We could, we could talk beyond the U.S. You know, remember, we're just, you know, it, it's, it, you know the, the economic risk of the virus isn't limited, okay, to just the health. I mean, the health is bad enough. You know, we're out, we're out what, 50,000 U.S. deaths. Okay, but it's the economic and it's, and it's a global economic. You know, U.S., yeah, well, maybe we're strong enough. You know, our dollar's king. We can print money. But, you know, I don't know if everybody else in the world can. All right. So, you know, global famines of biblical proportions will be caused by coronavirus pandemic. That's what the U.N. warns. Okay. Um, you know, the uh, according to McKinsey, okay, they studied the, you know, it, you know, the European Union unemployment rate could, you know, they could say that going to 11 percent um, and remain that elevated for years. They're saying one in four jobs across the, U, the EU and the UK are at risk of reduction in hours of pay or temporary furloughs. Um, you know, you know, and, and, you know, and, and it's going to be that again, you know, it's, it's, it's that lower class, right? You know, roughly 80% of the jobs considered at risk are held by people who do not have a college degree, you know, with employees of smaller companies in particular danger. Um, you know, so, you know, again, you know, I'm not an accountant from China, you know, but I mean, when I see that the U S you know, manufacturers PMI handle is at 37, I know there's issues there. Right. Um, you know, I mean, the, you know, the winter warnings we were having that, you know, that the February, March that, you, you know, that we're, things were going to get bad. But then that turned into the spring stay at home lockdown, Gary. And we all soon learned what that meant. Well, I think it's quickly morphing into the summer shutdown. It better not be. I mean, Akron is already shut. Already canceled. I, summer, I, right? I just think that's... Um, baseball. We don't know what baseball is going to do. How about the amusement park, Cedar Point? Can you imagine, you know, if Cedar Point doesn't open, how many ancillary businesses up in that area depend on Cedar well, Point? Well, I'm just thinking not even the tourism, but you think about food, vendors. I mean, let alone, I mean, that's how, I mean, Cedar Point, I mean, you think about the hotel industry, the restaurants. Yeah. I mean, is America going to s- sit at home for all summer? You no. Know, I think the only thing growing exponentially faster than the virus, carry are, are the rallies to open I, up. You know, uh, yeah. Have you seen the signs? You know, the, the protest oh, yeah. signs? Um, you know, no more nanny states. You know, all jobs are essential. Um, freedom is essential. I and then, agree. Then the, the Benjamin Franklin, the great quote, right. we've seen this, Carrie, right? Uh, Those who give up liberty to purchase safety deserve neither. Agreed. Okay? Um, like Dem say, my body, my choice. Well, see, that's where I think that you, you were talking, by the way, what a great positive way to start a Saturday morning. And I think I remind people on the show, we are going to talk about what you can do. And I think there's another side to this. I know, you know, there is something good Carrie, are, are you, in the long run. Carrie, Carrie, that's why I love Carrie. She always <laughs> brings me back to the optimist. You're right, Carrie. We shouldn't worry about this. Well, I'm not saying you know? that we don't worry. Oh, I'm just saying I don't think this is the end. I don't think, you know, and I, and I know 50,000 deaths especially is not easy to swallow, but there's a lot of things that, you know, unfortunately take lives every year, other illnesses, other diseases. Um, well, here, Carrie. You but know, the I, bottom line, is it the really the pandemic that's causing this global and U.S. issue or is it the reaction to the pandemic or maybe overreaction in some cases? I'm all about being prepared. I mean, that's even what when you bring it down to planning, you you know, you plan for the worst, but you still hope for the best. And you also bring in reality. Okay, well, Carrie, you're right. If you're a retired multimillionaire with no debt and not dependent upon a private or public pension, you'll be just fine. You know, in fact, you know, uh, you know, at worst, you know, CV-19 may be, a, you know, a mere inconvenience to your worldwide well, travel no, plans. And I'm not saying that. At, at right? best, it could be the, the it could be the greatest stock buying opportunity in your lifetime. Right. An opportunity for Roth conversions. Now, well, that's, and... of course, unless, you know, asteroid 52768, you know, hits us this Wednesday, Carrie. Um, right. Happy Earth Day, Carrie. Please get us started. All right. Well, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We are here every Saturday morning on 1420 a.m. between 9 and 10. We are a financial educational talk program. We're going to talk about planning issues, also strategies and concepts. And again, Things about what can you control about your financial life? What can you do? And certainly if you're concerned um, and think you might have to, I had a few people call this week thinking they're going to have to work forever. 
certainly that may not be the case. You might have to work a little bit longer. Or what if it's not as bad as you think it is? And that's what planning brings back some of the worries and concerns back to quanti- you know, to quantified. And we can model in those different scenarios. And we are sponsored by the estate planning team. And the estate planning team is an Ohio-registered fee-based fiduciary planning firm. What we do is build financial plans based on different scenarios. You may want to see an all-out worst-case scenario. I know, Mark, you're talking with our clients about what kind of updated plan. I mean, a plan is a thing that you look at periodically and update. It isn't something you do one time. You know, how bad do you want to see it? Do you want to see it really bad or, you know, depending on, and that's the customization. And then once you know how you're affected based on these models, then you know how to address it. Do you have to work longer? Maybe not. Maybe you can disc- maybe you have to adjust some of your discretionary spending. Maybe you use some of the opportunities and whether you're working or already in retirement, there are plenty of opportunities with this new CARES Act, especially if you're looking at Roth conversions and there are plenty. And what we try to do is look for plenty of opportunity and hopefully we'll get today on all the opportunities we're coming across and looking working on for our clients we are accredited and a-rated members of the better business bureau and we've won the super service award multiple years on angie's list and we've been around more than 35 years in the greater cleveland area helping people through good and bad times and we offer a free consultation right now we're doing consultations by phone Hopefully soon, I'm thinking mid-May, June, we'll do in-person consultations. Certainly, you always have the option for phone because of technology and phones and all the ways we can do that. Um, And then we have protocols in the office in place for people who do want to do those in-person meetings. Um, But certainly, take advantage of a consultation. See how we might be able to help you. Like our plans, our fees are customized. We have hourly planning options and comprehensive retainer fees. And there's no pressure at our consultation. We want people to want to work with us and see the value of our service. And we are not investment advisors. Again, we're planners. And you can call the estate planning team, leave a message. We'll call you back on Monday morning or visit the website. And the website, you can sign up for a consultation, see the special. You can also sign up for the newsletter and listen to previous shows on podcast. And that's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right, and listen to Mark Donnelly and Kara Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 35 years. And we do it, one plan, one family at a time. And uh, let's see, Carrie, so have you taken the pillow challenge yet? The pillow challenge? Oh, you haven't, you don't, you haven't? I haven't heard that one. Oh, yeah, you know, the, this is, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the internet influencers and. Uh, okay, yeah, you know, I don't Oh, pay that's your homework that. this weekend. Then. Okay. You've got to, you know, Google the pillow challenge. If it's a nap, I'm all for it on the weekends. And that's a bit more than a nap. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I'm going to have to look it up now. You can't. Okay. Um, it's, is it as bad as the uh, Tide Pod? The, uh, it's a little different, um, but I've got a you know, so I've got a rock and roll birthday boomer for you. I haven't done one of those in a while, have I, Carrie? No. Okay, I've got one, and I'm glad yeah. you picked better music this morning than uh, last week. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. That, okay. If you're not Carrie ref- referring to, I was you know <laughs> debuting Bob Dylan's new song. I kind of liked it, but Carrie wasn't a big fan of it. Um, the uh, okay, so we've got our rock and roll birthday boomer. I'll play that cut. Okay. Um, was a big hit, you know, back in 1975, okay, reached all the way to number two on the Billboard hit list, okay, and he's, uh, he was born April 26, 1943, from New Jersey, Carrie, and, and you get, that's my clue. Oh, yeah, that it never helps me. It doesn't help me. I don't know where anybody's, I mean. Well, let me give you another clue, and we'll be playing this later. Um, here's my second clue. Has anyone else stumbled onto possible evidence that the universe possesses a finite metaphysical infrastructure occasionally detected by the subconscious? What? That doesn't help? (laughs) No. All right. Well, stay tuned for that. Before, yeah, I I do want to talk a little bit about planning strategies um, and specifically, you know, whether you believe that the recovery um, will be a V-shaped or a L-shaped or a U-shaped or one that we call the W-shaped, okay? So I, I'm going to talk a little bit about the W-shaped okay. recovery why, why, and why a lot of professionals and economists believe that may be the most realistic. And see, I think what planning does, and Mark, I've heard you on the phone this week talking to people, everybody's different in what they want modeled in. 
as far as those different types of scenarios. Right. And, and, and quite frankly, the robot doesn't care what you call it, whether you want to call it a recession, a depression or a great recession or whatever. It just wants to know how bad, how bad <laughs> do you want to model the downside? Right. And, you know, and, and there's no there's no one says you can't have a few models running. You know, if the one thing we're learning about the coronavirus is that, you know, you know we understand all models are wrong, but some right. are useful. Correct. And it's the same thing with financial planning models. It's not the idea that you do a model once and put into the sock drawer for 30 years. Because if life was static and never changing and tax laws never changed and life never changed, then maybe. But before I get to that, Carrie, I just want to do a couple of tax briefs, right? Um, so we're getting a, you know, a lot of questions and a lot of talk. You know, first, remember, we had the SECURE Act, right? Right. Which, you know, raised the required minimum age of 72. And we said it would Which be Which was confusing because some people said, well, what if I'm already taking it? Does that mean I can delay it like I'm in between? And right. But then we had the CARES Act. You know, CARES Act 1. You know, so we did have, you know, the intermission before CARES Act 2. And the intermission, you know, that's what, you know, the finally Congress got back to work, Carrie, and, and right. worked out a deal. It's another close to another $500 billion. That's just the intermission, you know. And then, then they're going to work on CARES Act 2. Okay. Um, you know, so, you know, it, it, it's but again, so, you know, it's going to replenish the PPP and that's all good. And some more money for some of the hospitals and for testing and for good things like that. Um, but, but back to the, but with, back to CARES Act one, Carrie, you know, so a couple of things still clarifying that one was, of course, was, you know, CARES Act, CARES Act one, re, uh, eliminated the RMD requirement for 2020, mm-hmm. including by the way, inherited IRA RMDs. Okay. Which a uh, lot of people still, and we're going to keep saying it cause I'm. People still are not aware. Uh, I've talked to clients. This, right. you know, people are still calling. And I still they're, they're going like, is that true that I don't have to do my required minimum? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, you've got to go back and get caught up. All right. Right. Now, and that's a good reason to sign up for the newsletter because I keep sending out right. reminders about or listen things. to their podcast, you know, that we've been. Uh, but you can, you can hear, hear back many programs. All right, but but the confusion came in. Oh, and also, Carrie, what I want to say, even the ones that delayed their first required minimum, that they had to take it by April first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, um, now here's the thing. But a lot of people say, well, what happens if, um, you know, you know, <laughs> what if I already did it, Mark? What if I already started or, you know, I did my required minimum before they changed a law that says I didn't? What relief do I have? So there's been some, you know, discussion, some confusion about what rollover or what relief you may have as a taxpayer. And so we did get some clarification from the IRS on that. And and so what most people were aware of, Carrie, was the 60-day rollover rule, right, that said that, you know, once every 365 days – you can roll back an IRA distribution that you made and, and, and not be penalized in any way. All right. So that kind of, you know, covered if you had done your required minimum um, and you had, and you wanted to roll it back now within a 60 day period. But because of the virus and because of this was an un- unique year. They said, well, that might have not been a, enough relief, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so this is now the best thing that I can, you know, find, you know, d- describing it, right? Okay. Um, so, y- you know, the question, now that Congress has waived RMDs for 2020, can I put it back into the IRA? Okay, here's Clippinger's tax letter answer. Yes, and it'll be treated as a tax-free rollover, provided you return the funds to the IRA by July 15th. And you don't violate the one rollover every 12 months rule. Normally, you have 60 days to do a tax-free rollover, but IRS extended the time period for rollovers otherwise due between April 1st and May 15th of this year to July 15th. Okay. Um, So that's, you know, now if you took an RMD in January, you're out of luck, at least for now. Um, You know, you cannot redeposit the funds back into the IRA and treat it as a tax-free rollover. Um, but tax practitioners tell us they expect the Revenue Service to issue guidance on the new RMD waiver and that those rules may provide broader rollover relief. So stay tuned, right? But in either case, so I can't stress enough. So if you're in that position, now remember, if you were doing it monthly, 
That doesn't mean you can roll them all back. It's that means only one. one. It's one distribution. So if you had a systematic. Right. Um, a second thing, you know, there, the other thing was that part of the CARES Act is going to offer, you know, that, that those who are making charitable cash, charitable contributions who are no longer itemizing on their, you know, tax returns because they, it's not getting them over the standard deduction. Right. All right. Um, there's relief for you. Right. Um, and remember, that was the $300 number we, we talked about. Okay. Um, that, you know, now the question is, well, is that $600 for married couples? Yes. Okay. So, you know, up to $300 per taxpayer, you know, $600 for a married couple in annual charitable contributions. Um, this is o- this is available only to people who take the standard deduction, um, you know, for taxpayers who don't itemize their deductions. It is an above the line adjustment to income that will reduce a donor's adjusted gross income and thereby reduce taxable income. A donation to a donor advised fund does not qualify for this new deduction okay um now remember this isn't an issue if you're working on your tax return right now this is for your 2020 tax return that you'll be working on next march and april okay so just make a put a mental note about this so you don't forget about it or if you're using a professional you don't forget to mention to your tax professional that you were making cash contributions and you're not itemizing but you still want to be able to take that deduction six hundred dollars by the way um, since that is reducing your federal adjusted gross income, it's helping you on Ohio as well because you know Ohio starts with your federal adjusted gross income, and of course Ohio didn't ever give you charitable contributions, anyways. All right, so these are a couple of um, you know, and we'll and we'll and we'll continue to um, you know highlight not only the Secure Act but some of the things in the Care Act one, and and we're all you know waiting with bated breath to see what they pass in Cares Act two. Right. Um, And that suspension of minimum required distribution, again, opened up lots of opportunities, especially people that are looking for Roth contributions, especially how you feel about conversions. conversions, I mean, thanks for the correct Um, or with the down market. So there are opportunities. And when there are times like these of economic uncertainty and you really don't know what's going on, you need to look for opportunities. And that's what we do with the estate planning team. We offer a free consultation by phone or in person. Um, the consultation is, again, free. There's no pressure. We actually have you fill out stuff ahead of time and can send it back or verbally give it to us. And we run preliminary analysis so we can see how we can best help you. What opportunities are you missing? Are you headed for traps that you're not aware of? Because it comes down to making choices so that you're getting the most net benefit. And there are opportunities for people who are working and opportunities for people in retirement. And you can call the estate planning team for a free consultation at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Yeah, Carrie, just a quick note on the Roth conversions. You know, we've been doing a lot. Um, now uh-huh. I can't, and again, I can't stress enough the idea of coordinated advisors. Mm-hmm. That's what we're very good at the state planning team, you know, because if you are trying to do a Roth conversion, especially if you have to do a rollover as the mm-hmm. first leg of it, because right. you already started an RMD. Okay. The, you want to get the parties involved talking to one another. So everybody's on the same page. For example, that could inc- obviously would include the IRA custodian. And that may be through your investment advisor if right. you're using one, or if you're doing it yourself, you know, the custodian, the 800 number. It's also the tax preparer if you're using one. Mm-hmm. So they, are, you know, are, are trying to what you do. And then your financial planner. And, and so, you know, and the idea is, I, you know, I don't know how everybody else is doing it, but I can tell you how we're doing those, how we're planning for those, or how what analysis that we go through with our clients who are thinking about doing a Roth conversion. Now, remember, the, the other reason, not only the idea that the RMDs are suspended for 2020, the other reason why people are looking to do Roth conversions now is because of that, that rapid market drop. Okay. In other words, they might have been thinking about doing Roth conversions. Well, you know, it, but if now that the, that their stock prices have been depleted, but could be you know ten, fifteen. Do I hear twenty percent? The idea is, well, they believe that those stocks are coming back. Maybe they believe in a V-shaped recovery; they're going to come back quick. So their idea is, they want to shift over because they're getting a tax break to shift those shares over from their tax, you know, uh, their, their pre-tax IRA. 
to pay to get the taxes now at a lower valuation per share and then leave those values sitting in their Roth, their Roth, the Roth IRA so that when the regrowth does happen, all that regrowth comes back tax free. Mm-hmm. By the way, once you get it into your Roth IRA, it won't be subject to required minimum distributions. Or theoretically, you can say by doing the Roth conversions now, you're theoretically lowering your future required minimum distributions. That may be important if you believe that income tax rates are going to be going up in this country, meaning that your future required minimum distributions may be subject to a higher income tax rate. So, you know, so these are the reasons why a lot of people today are saying, is this an opportunity? Can I make some lemonade out of some lemons and, you know, and, and work with that now? So how do we do an estate planting? Well, we, you know, normally when we're running, you know, uh, uh, an analysis, uh, working with our client CPAs, we, we want to say, well, first, what is your, you know, what is your tax return look like if you don't do a Roth conversion? Mm-hmm. Let's always start there. Right. Their base case. Okay. Then we'd say, okay, how much room do you have before the next threshold means that you're going to, you know, pay more taxes, right? Now, you know, if you, if you, we, the thresholds that we typically look at, our clients will look at, could be, you know, um, you know, it could be where your, your Social Security is, gets up to 85% taxable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it could be um, where a lot of them, a lot of them carry, you know, it could be like the one of the lower tax brackets, right? Um, you know, where, where you're saying, hey, can I stay in my current low, you know, if my base case is saying I'm in, you know, a 10% tax bracket, you know, or, or the, tw- you know, the, the, the 22% tax bracket. Um, you know, can I stay there or the 12%, you know, a lot of them are saying, you know, I want to max out the 12% bracket or, you know, or a lot of them are saying, I want to max out where I I still have a long-term zero capital gains rate, you know, a a zero long-term capital gains rate and a zero qualified dividend rate. You know, that's where, you know, married filing jointly, um, you know, where your taxable income is going is up to $80,000, right? Um, it could be a lot of them carries where your Medicare B premiums go up and Medicare D premiums. That's the Medicare threshold, right? Um, that's for married filing jointly. That's about 174000 modified at just gross income, single person, about half that. Um, it could be where the $250,000 modified adjusted gross income, that's where the Obamacare surtax on a net investment income, right? You know, that 3.8% tax on net investment income kicks in. So anyways, so the idea of the of running the different pro forma is to say, how much Roth conversion can I do to stay under that next threshold I'm trying to stay under? Right. And, 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 and usually, you know, we work and we run multiple ones. We just don't jump to one. I mean, a lot of people I've heard, Carrie, they say, well, if my required minimum was X, that's my, or my Roth conversion. Well, no, that, I, I don't know if that's the right approach. No, because you could be missing out potentially depending on where you fall on opportunities and depending where you believe tax rates are going to go up or you might be overshoot. I mean, people, you don't know. Or sometimes we hear people talk to their investment person and they'll say, don't do the Roth conversion without any analysis. I've heard a lot of professionals just right off the bat, without any discussion, say, oh, it, it don't do Roth conversions. Or people have misconceptions where it's, well, I can't do that. I'm not earning wages. I think we do a whole class to this normally, by the way, but there's Roth conversions versus Roth contributions, which I even got messed right. up earlier. Um, but the, it's complicated, but there's huge opportunity because all that growth, you know, Roth is a wonderful tool if it's done right, there are some cases where a Roth doesn't make sense, a right. Roth conversion. Um, but if you have all that money growing tax free and you're creating a pot of money later on that's tax free, that's a so flexible when, item. When you know when we're helping also people, which I didn't even get to today, is talking about cash flow planning when people are worried about maybe you want to build up cash flow or how to create the income you need as tax efficiently as possible. If you can start creating that tax free pot of money and tax rates skyrocket in the future, that's going to help you out down the road. Yeah, you're taking a hedge against the future. And if you don't think tax rates are going to go up, I don't know how they can. But, you know, usually when I hear somebody say, oh, well, Roth conversions don't make sense. The first example I throw back at them, the least to get some start thinking, Carrie, when I hear any professionals say that, is this. Okay, so if, if you have a client who let's say is in a zero tax bracket, meaning they're paying zero in income taxes, but they're sitting on a big IRA that eventually the required minimum distribution is going to cause them to go through 
uh, you know, a tax bracket they don't want to go through. All right. Um, would it make sense for that taxpayer to do a Roth conversion that would at least max out their zero income tax bracket? Seems to make sense to me. So what would the recommendation that would be why that person shouldn't do it? If, if they have room in their zero tax bracket and they can take money out of their IRA and convert it to Roth, you know, and assuming they don't need it, because if they needed it, they'd already be doing it, Carrie, right? If they did, you know, you know, and now that's a whole nother discussion. Um, but if you, you know, so that's my simple example of saying, well, that's why I don't think you could just carte blank, uh, carte blank say nobody should do a Roth conversion. Right. I, I now, and again, so the point is, no, don't ask your neighbor if, if they're doing a Roth conversion, because they might not have the cir- same circumstances as you. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, don't just, you know, if somebody just tells you, oh, don't, don't do a Roth conversion, it doesn't make sense. And they're not doing any analysis or not asking you any financial questions or not running any financial models. I'm not so sure you're ready to take that recommendation. All right. And that's another reason to call the estate planning team for a free consultation. Like our plans are customized, so are our fees. And we have affordable fee options. We understand people are struggling, but the value of planning, especially during times of economic uncertainty, can't be stressed enough because it gives you the peace of mind. It gives you understanding of how all of this could affect me in the long term. And then what can I do about it? What can I do about my financial life? Take advantage again that we have affordable hourly and affordable retainer options. Call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right, Kara. So there's been a lot of talk about what type of recovery are we in store for? Is it going to be the V-shaped recovery, meaning it's going to come back very quickly? Now, again, you got to be careful because, we're, you know, are we, we're, are we talking about the economy getting back to normal or are we talking about the Dow Jones 30 stocks? See, I, I, you know, I, no, I'm not concerned about the Dow Jones 30 stocks. I mean, the, the stock market is very volatile right now and it may come back. It may go back down, you know, but but really, you know, unless you're in that group of the, you know, that I mentioned in the beginning, where you're already retired and you got a multi-million dollar nest egg and you're not relying on any public or private pensions and you're not worried about getting you know laid off from your work and you're not responsible for anyone else financially the kids are all doing great and the grandkids all got you know college scholarships are colleges going to open up in the fall here I, I hope don't so. Don't get me started. All right. Um, you know, so Jeez. so if you're in that group, yeah. I mean, but I'm not not everyone's in that group, okay? So let's get back to the 99%ers. You know, and, and so the idea is, okay, it, you know, what what if we don't have a V-shaped recovery? What it's what if it's more of a U-shaped recovery? Okay, um, now that's more typically of a recession. So maybe we could say a V-shaped recovery is kind of like a correction. And that's what we had. Remember at the end of you know, 2018, we had the, you know, the Christmas Eve sell-off and it looked really ugly in the fourth quarter, but it came real back real fast in, in, in the first quarter of 2019. So, and, and, and then everything was fine. Everything was wonderful, right? And, and you know, then, you know, of course, uh, but what happened in the coronavirus was something completely different. Right. Um, So now they're saying, well, maybe it's not a V-shaped. I mean, a lot of people have lost faith in the V-shaped. But, you know, a lot of people say, well, maybe it's a U-shaped or narrow. That's that's maybe more of like a recession where you think, okay, we're going to have, you know, the negative year. And then maybe, you know, it's going to be slow growth. And then maybe, you know, a zero percent year, then maybe a one to two percent. And then maybe in year two or three, we're back to our normal, you know, four or five percent that we think we're, you know, building into our plan. Um, an L-shaped recovery, if you heard that one, that would be if you're in the camp that thinks we're going into another depression. Okay, that's the Harry Dent camp, right? Uh, and so, you know, the L-shaped meaning we don't, we can't even see when we're going to get back to normal. All we see is low, you know. Um, all right, that's now, depressing. Well, you know, and, and that may be realistic for some industries. Right. Um, I don't know if it's realistic for the whole country, um, but certainly it uh, could be, you know, for some industries. Um, but what about the W shape? That's the one where we're get, we get fooled. You know, we saw the quick downturn. Then we had a quick upturn. Remember, we had that, you know, market come mm-hmm. back real strong, you know, after the low. But then we're fooled. We're not really out of the woods yet. And we're just going to, you know, test the lows again. And then we're going to have to come up again. The W, you know, up, down, up, down. 
All right. Um, so there's a growing concern, you know, that any economic recovery later this year could prove short lived. Why are they saying? OK, because of two things. One, a possible deadly resurgence of the COVID-19. Right. Um, you know, and two, um, the late spike in bankruptcies and company defaults. OK, so those combination could keep this in a W shaped uh, recovery plan. Um, you know, some economists say a W-shaped recovery is increasingly likely in part because creating a vaccine is likely to take at least a year and millions of Americans and businesses are piling up debt without any ability to repay it. Okay. See, but I thought they already started the first human trials on the vaccine, which are positive. Right, but it, even if they get it, it's still going to be month, you know, right, a year away. Right, but I've away. heard they, I've heard, well, I've heard different things that could be less than. It just depends on the results of the study. Okay, Anthony Fossey, you know who he is, yeah, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, on obviously every day on, you know, President Trump's, uh, you know, virus team. Um, okay, he's he, you know, when when he was asked about you know uh, the baseball stadiums, will they, you know, when will they be filled again? His response, I cannot see a return this year to what we consider normal. Oh, hmm. goodness. How about Diane Swank? She's chief economist for Grant Thornton. Okay. Uh, pretending the world will return to normal in three months or six months is just wrong. The economy went into an ice age overnight. We're in a deep freeze. As the economy thaws, we'll see the damage done as well. You know, and flooding will occur. All right. Um so, um, you know, and, and they say, Carrie, you know, it's that domino effect. That's what it's going to, you know, what the, the people who believe a W-shaped recovery is what we're facing. It's the domino effect. Um, you know, you know, if we reopen, right, the economy too quickly, okay, and then we have a spike in CV-19 deaths, including, Carrie, if we let, if we let, if we let all those kids go back to school in, in August, and they, I would hope so. And they get sick and die. That's going to be a problem. All right. Um, but but statistically, when they're saying, I mean, you're talking about 90 some percent of people aren't going to die of it. Talking about 95, 96 percent of people. Even I've heard 80 percent on the low end. Don't die of it. So we're making decisions for 80 percent of. I mean, certainly if your child has health issues or make well, them most susceptible, maybe keep them home. But the well, rest of us, the death tolls are 50,000 right now. Carrie, I know, but there's years, Mark, the flu virus killed a lot more than that or the flu well, every year. Now, um, you know, and, you know, many businesses that are barely staying afloat after the first round of the virus, um, they're just going to sink if we have a second wave. All right. Um, also, they mentioned those bankruptcies. Okay, um, and defaults. Um, you know th- that. You know th- that 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 affects all the ancillary businesses, not only the company that that goes bankrupt. Right. Um, you know when workers aren't rehired and suppliers aren't paid, and you know and and fears rises about you know who's going to next one. You know fall. You know right now Gallup polls carry right. Um, Americans' fear of job loss has has surged to a forty-five year high. Well, yeah, when they're okay. shutting down businesses with uh, no clue when it's going to end. With a quarter of workers fear that they will lose their jobs, you know, d- due to the CV-19. Um, another poll, Gusto, you know, 14% of people still working are getting fewer hours or lower pay. Um, uh, Rice at Energy predicts that more than 500 U.S. companies will go bankrupt by the end of 2021. Okay, Um, you know, the mortgage loans, the credit cards, the auto loans, the student loans, the companies that take out loans, they're all defaulting. You know, there's a difference between a grace period and an outright abatement. You know, I I don't know if all the debt's going to be abated. It may be, you know, you may have a 30 day grace period. Or I've heard some six months, some three months. Okay, Um, but it's the same thing. If they do open up. And, you know, those those with all the student loan debt, if those if those, you know, if those graduates go back to work, they're not going to like have a double their pay than that they were getting before that they no. can double up on their uh, their mortgage payment or right. their student loan payment. Um, you know, um, you know, the economists say, you know, uh, how about modern day bread lines? We already saw the Cleveland Food Bank. Did you see the pictures? Yeah. Um, did you ever think, you know, that we'd see food? Uh, bread lines again. 
Um, you know, I, I remember my father, my, both my parents were depression kids, but I remember my father, you know, telling stories. Right. Right. About the, the depression. Right. And, mm-hmm. and my one particular that stuck in my mind is when he said, you know, he remembers a neighbor or neighbor, you know, right. different days coming on, knocking on the back door. And his mother, my grandmother, you know, first generation from Ireland, you know, she would, you know, she would hand the neighbor an egg and it like made the neighbor's day. Right? Now, we'd never see that today, Carrie, right? Well, maybe we should ask Dustin Sider. Okay. He's the pastor of Fairline Church, you know, our next door neighbor right. in Pennsylvania. Okay. And he had a, he had a uh, parishioner, um, a charitable, you know, farmer donated 2,700 eggs. To the wow, church. nice. Okay. And just said, here, pastor, you know, hand right. them out to the needy. So the pastor posted a message on the Facebook page. He was thinking it would take a couple of days, right, right. to get rid of 2,700 eggs. Uh, not exactly. They were gone in 28 minutes. But at the same time, Mark, I think sometimes people, because they say free stuff, kind of like the PP or the small business loan, that they think, oh, it's free, so I'm going to get it even if I really don't need it, which I don't think is right well, either. Would Same you, thing like Harvard. Would you um, run to the church for a free ad, Carrie? No. Okay, 20, 28 minutes, they were gone. I wouldn't, because that's not who I mean, but I would think that saves for people who genuinely need it. But you know that's not the case. The poor pastor, you know, he said, I pretty much you know, stood in the parking lot until 5 p.m., Telling people, you know, sorry, we're all out. The cars just kept coming and coming and coming. He said, most but of the people that, said, right. I've been laid off. I, and Father, right. I, I need the egg. Right. But I also know there's always going to be some people that take advantage of situations. Richard Curtin, head of the Michigan Surveys of Consumers. Okay. You know, the full restoration of consumer confidence will be more difficult and will take longer to complete than following any other recession since the Great Depression. Okay. Um, and, you know, here's the problem. The, you know, the 1,200 stimulus checks, okay, that'll help, but that money's already gone, Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be spent for, you know, rent, food, and medicine. Right. All typical expenses that come back in 30 days. Right. So is another 1,200 check coming back in 30 <laughs> I days? I don't think so. Maybe later down the um, Maybe that's uh, the CARES Act 5.0 or something. And, and, uh, and then the, un- and the unemployment compensation, you know, um, I told you it's Ohio's dire statistics, how much they, oh, yeah. you know, and, and no one's, and, and everyone's saying, hey, where's this $600 a week I'm supposed to be getting on top of my state unemployment? Mm. Little problem with that, you know, bottleneck. You know, um, now Ohio says you should be getting that by the right. end of uh, well, next week, Carrie. I think I've been saying that for a couple of right. weeks, but next week it starts. Now, so for all those reasons, um, there's a lot of people saying that maybe we're looking at a W-shaped recovery, that it may be, you know, not as, you know, come back and snap back as quick as we're all thinking. And here's my point. Uh, you know, if if you are concerned about that, well, well, then let's run a financial model projecting that out. You know, will you still be okay if that's the type of recovery we have? See, who's to say you can only be running one financial model? I, I mean, Carrie, we're all the time we're running multiple models. Mm-hmm. All right, um, and and that's okay. Um, you know, the idea is, is it leaving you in a decision making mode? Is it preventing you from making a knee jerk reaction? Is it preventing you from getting a good night's sleep or getting a good night's sleep? I think that's true of a lot of people. All right. Is that about um, the pillow challenge? <laughs> did you look, did at look the that up? Yeah. That's... All right. Um, <laughs> now the uh, but now. Um, but it does have something to do with our rock and roll birthday boomer, Carrie. Um, but um, we'll be coming up with that. Hmm. Now that's now, really interesting. Now, um, all right. So how would you model a W-shaped recovery plan? Okay. Um, well, first of all, you, you might not say, I'm not going to try to get, you know, you know, normally if you were running your plan based on the beginning of the year to end of the year, and you are using your 1231-19 balances, that may not be the most realistic because we had that you know drop in the first quarter. So if you want to get updated quickly, maybe you start with your March 31st balances. That may be the low. 
Okay. Um, or you might want to use yesterday's closing balances. That's up to you. But the idea is you mark the market now. And, and then now we're just projecting how much more growth or loss you expect for the remainder months of this year. Right. And then what about next year and the next year and the next year? Right. Okay. Um, so do you think that, okay, let's say you had the loss. Do you think you're done? You think we'll, you, you think the, the your, your investment portfolio. And again, we're not, don't, don't look at the Dow 30. You don't, don't look in the paper and see what the Dow 30 is. is that's what I'm doing. No, you gotta, you gotta look at your own numbers, right? Don't, don't tell me about the Dow 30. Okay, the Dow Jones stock. And we don't, that, that's not your barometer. Okay, well, you got to look at really what your nest egg investments are doing. Okay, um, now, all right. Um, so, you know, so then we say, all right, do you think we're going to have, do you think it's going to be higher by the end of the year? Do you think maybe 1% or 2% higher? Hey, do you think a V-shaped recovery that will be 5 10% higher by the end of the year? Okay, um, or do you think, well, we're just going to stay about even, you know, for the rest of the year? Okay, then you would say, um, but if you're worried about the W shapes, you're saying, okay, so maybe we're going to come back off the March lows. We still maybe slightly negative for this year, maybe slightly positive this year. But then the second drop is happening in 2021. So maybe you're saying, okay, now I'm going to go with a five or ten percent drop in 2021. Then maybe the next year we're zero. Then maybe the next year, you know, we're at two or three percent. Now we're really coming out of the woods, you know, because we've gone, we've tested the, the lows for the second time. All right. And then maybe we're back to our new normal. You know, if you think that your 60 40 portfolio under the new economy, under the new modern, you know, monetary theory with zero interest rates and and no dividends and all that, you know, so maybe you're thinking maybe by in a few years, then we're back to five or six. Okay, um, percent returns, Um, because maybe, you you know, again, until you think that uh, our Federal Reserve will be able to get these interest rates up. So your 40 percent fixed or your 50 percent fixed side of your portfolio can do better than one or two percent. So that is just a way that you may, you know, you want to say just for fun, would my plan still be okay if we have that type of recovery? And that's what we do with the estate planning team. Look at those different scenarios. Remember, we've been helping people more than 35 years in the greater Cleveland area, and we offer the free consultation to see if and how we can help you and then what's an appropriate um, fee option. We have hourly and retainer fees, um, and there are plenty of opportunities that exist today. Um, uh, the good news is even and if you're worried, concerned, at least have a plan and know what you can do and how you're going to be affected. Maybe you need to worry a lot. Maybe you don't need to worry. Maybe you need to worry, but not as much. Um, And that quantifies that and puts you into a decision-making and action mode. And you can call the estate planning team for a free consultation. Also visit our website. You can sign up for the newsletter. There's podcasts and other helpful information at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right, Carrie, so we got a few minutes left. So you know, got, Mark, I was going to say bit. real yeah. quick before you jump in, I was going to say another thing that we've looked at, some people from CAT looking at their old life insurance policies. I know we've had clients where um, you got to be careful on doing it, you know, using some of the money for cash flow needs. Also, if you haven't looked at a policy in a while, you know, talking um, with the companies with them and requesting illustration to say um, if they've had the policy a long time, can they pay less premium for the same death benefit? So it's looking at every really aspect of your financial life and seeing can we make it better. And it's been good because thankfully, sometimes we can't sometimes. um, But in a few cases, we've actually found where people could pay less premium, which that's saving money for the same death benefit. So. Uh, so here's my, you, you know, this is, you know, you know the song now, Carrie, don't you? It sounds familiar. Okay. So here's my clue. Has anyone else stumbled upon possible evidence that the universe possesses a finite metaphysical infrastructure occasionally detected by the subconscious? Hmm. Now, do you want me to put that in English, Karen? Yeah, please. Why am I having weird dreams lately? Now this song, I've heard this song. I don't know. This thing. is our rock and roll birthday boom. Okay. Okay. I've heard this song. His name was Gary Wright. Oh, okay. Celebrating his 77th birthday this week. Wow. So, have you have have you I heard the I weird dreams? I think I know this song, Dreamweaver. Very good, Carrie. Oh, I, I didn't think you, I didn't know I if you would not, get this I or like not. I like this song, but I don't know the band. Or I probably will. Rest. 
Well, it's just he's just known by Gary Wright. Oh, okay. It was, there's um, no band. No. <laughs> um, now, the uh, this is a good song. I know. Okay, it's a really good song. <laughs> no, no, to top of the So, are you having weird dreams? I am. Are I, you? I, no, I always I dream every night, but I don't. Sometimes. Well, they they say everyone around the world is. Oh, I, I'm just saying. I, I'm a normally a dreamer all the time. Probably why I like sleep. Turns out, it's causing a lot of this, myself included, to have really vivid dreams. The virus. So they're saying. Pandemic affecting more than just our health. People all over the world are saying they're having more vivid dreams and nightmares. Oh, I haven't had nightmares. This is a stressful time for all of us, and stress has a big impact on our sleep, causing a lot of us to wake up throughout the night. But it's not actually that we're dreaming more, it's just that our dreams are more memorable. Dreams take place during the REM cycle. That's the deepest stage of our sleep. So when you wake up at that time, it's in the middle of the dream, making it super realistic. On the flip side, some people are getting more sleep because they're working from home or the kids aren't in school. This, too, affecting how you process your dreams. If you're waking up naturally without an alarm, you may have more time to lay in bed in the morning. That little bit of extra time is enough to remember what you dreamed about. And that Wow, there you go. So uh, it's it's a global. Right. And they... And they and oh, wait, hold that. Who's coming on screen now? Oh, it's the weather girl. Oh. <laughs> Where do they get these weather girls? They're all gorgeous. Are they doing the pillow challenge? <laughs> That'll get more people to watch the weather. The long blonde hair, and the, you know, tailored skirts. Holy Toledo, look at her. They didn't make weather people like that when I was growing up there. <laughs> I had, I had to watch, you know, Dick Goddard for 45 years. Yeah. Good grief. So, yeah. so it's, I can see the nightmares because they do talk about the mental impact of people being at home and the anxiety and depression. And even they talk about kids are really struggling not going to school. I'm all for them going back to school. Fall as soon as possible. Okay. I don't care if you make them wear masks. Get them back to school. So one thing we can say for certain is that the current coronavirus uh, crisis has led to a great deal of stress and anxiety for many millions of people. A recent dream survey conducted by uh, Deirdre Barrett, an assistant professor of psychology at Harvard Medical School, seems to confirm that the incidence of vivid dreams has increased as the virus has spread around the world. I wonder if any of that, you know, uh, you know, morning crew ever had vivid dreams about Carol, <laughs> the weather girl. Um, you know, they said it also happened in 9-11. Now, I don't remember having the dreams in 9-11, but I do have to admit I've had many vivid dreams in the last couple of weeks. Um, now, what some of the dreams have been? Okay, so here's uh, Claire Arkin, 30. Okay, she said uh, she's having oddly vivid and specific dreams. In one, she was getting dressed to attend a fancy gala, but instead of donning an evening gown with diamonds, she wrapped herself in toilet paper. <laughs> Maybe she's worried. Is she concerned about the shortage? <laughs> here's another one. Here's um, here's another uh, you know individual. This is a uh, Colby, age thirty, from New Haven, Connecticut. One dream I remember vividly from a week or so ago was watching a good friend of mine being choked to death on the ceiling by a giant black snake that looked like an anaconda. Jeez. We're out of here, Carrie. Stay so stay home, stay alive, and dream bigly, Carrie. Tune in next week for more financial food for thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening.